So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Hey, hey, what's up, everybody? It's Sathya Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you so much for listening. I'm so glad you're here, and I'm so honored that you took a little bit of time to listen to our lovely, lovely show. Man, two and a half years running strong, and the best is yet to come. I shared in an earlier episode this year about some of the exciting things that are coming ahead for the podcast, and uh, it's going to be good. It's going to be really good. So looking forward to that. Uh, Look, we are still doing a January promotion right now for all of our clients, Um, and so we're actually offering 20% off to anybody who signs up for our program in January. So if you are interested in what we're up to here, you want to take a look at what we're doing and see if Deep Clean is the right fit for you. You can book a call with someone on my team. We'd love to speak with you and see if we can help. Um, and here's what I'll say. You know, you don't have really a lot to lose by participating in these calls. You have tons to gain. You can understand our situation better and what we offer. But more importantly is you're going to get a lot of clarity on your own scenario, your own life and your own struggle and what solutions might look like. We really do try to provide a lot of value on these calls. And of course, you know, at the end, we can decide if uh, the program is a good fit. So 20% off for anybody who signs up in January. Would love to see you over there if you are seriously considering quitting porn in 2024. Link is in the show notes. All right, let's talk about today's episode 99 problems, but porn ain't one. If you haven't porn problems, I feel bad for you, son. Thank you, Jay-Z, for these lovely lyrics that you penned so many years ago that we still make uh, play on words of today. Uh, Look, what I wanted to do in today's episode is I wanted to share my recovery story. You know, we have a lot of new listeners, and uh, even if you're not a new listener, one of the things that I learned, I've already mentioned this this year in, in, in content this year, one of the things I learned in recovery is that you must constantly, like ad nauseum, inundate yourself with recovery stories so that your brain is constantly getting fed the message, it is possible. It is possible. It is possible. Because most days, if we just let our brain run the, run the, the, the show, the message our brain gets is, this is impossible. This is impossible. And so every time that you hear a recovery story, it should plant that seed. It should, it should, it should just further that thought that this is possible. And so um, I, I want to just I want to encourage you guys. Um, make sure you surround yourself with these stories. Okay. Now, part of the reason I want to share my story is because you guys may may be thinking like, who is this Cynthia guy? You know, he's got all these great tips and advice, but where's all this coming from? And I'm a big believer that in I think more more and more. If I'm being honest. If you want to get professional help from someone, whether it's to develop personally, to get help with a mental illness, um, you know, if you want to learn how to build a business or develop a skill set, you want to learn from people who don't just know the theory but actually have done it themselves. Like um, a majority of business professors and universities have never started a business themselves. So I personally would not be very interested in learning from them. I would rather learn from a business coach who has started a bunch of business, you know, and maybe had a couple, bu- bunch of businesses and maybe had a couple failures along the way, 
you know, but maybe one or two that were really successful that he learned tons from. It's, it's just, it's important that we learn from practitioners who get it and who understand it. Okay. So, um, let me, let me give you a, a Cole's notes of sort of the, the front half of my story. And what I really want to emphasize today is actually how I got free because I think that's where you guys can learn the most. Uh, I'm a PK. I'm a pastor's kid. My grandpa and my great-grandpa were also pastors. So it runs pretty deep in our lineage. I went to Christian school and was exposed to pornography in the computer lab of my Christian school. I was 11 years old when that happened. And that day changed my life. I didn't know it at the time. In fact, it's not like I went home and started watching and became this hopeless addict. I did not think about it again for seven or eight months. But seven or eight months later, I started to develop a bit more sexually. And I remember that website. And I remembered the URL and found some private time and started clicking around. And obviously, you know, that one site was not enough. You start to wonder what else is out there. And um, that began a 15-year addiction. And so in high school, I was watching with regularity, uh, had a lot of social validation of that behavior. And in other words, I had other friends who were struggling or choosing to watch, depending on who you were talking to. And by the time I got to university, pornography was a part of my life. Um, And this is where I would say I experienced much more of the addictive components where I was planning my day around it. Um, I was, you know, uh, very reliant on it to be able to cope with the cares of life. And I was engaging in riskier behaviors to, you know, get that hit and to get that need met. And that is, uh, that is where I kind of reached the crux. Now, interestingly enough, in university, I was studying biological sciences. I was in a very atheistic environment and that atheistic environment, atheistic environment forced me to do some soul searching and, As I did some soul searching, I realized, you know what, I really want to commit my life to Jesus Christ. Uh, I want to be a Christian. I don't want to have one foot in the world and and one foot in in faith. I I was really ready to go both feet in. And I I was not the rebel child. You know, I was still like active on worship teams and all that kind of stuff. And um, I I love the church, but I, I had to make that decision for myself. And that this is when it happened. And when I made that decision, I knew I needed to quit. And so I told myself, perfect, you know, I've been, I've been wanting to quit for a while and now I have some, some, well, not some extra motivation. I have the like greatest motivation ever, which is that I gave my life to Christ. So it's time to quit. And I couldn't, you know, I went three days, seven days, six days, a week here, two weeks there, but I was really, really struggling. And, um, I just listed off some different like success periods I had, but the honest truth is most days I was still struggling daily because the conditioning had run so deep. So this is when I realized that I needed help and that, you know, it was, it was not going to get fixed uh, cold turkey uh, the way I was hoping it would. And so I started to reach out and get some help. I identified that there were very few resources. And so I found some blogs online and they were all helpful. It was helpful to understand and to read. But ultimately, um, I chose to do it on my own for about another year. Then I got an accountability partner and that ended up, ended up being a total flop, um, mostly because he was struggling as well. And so it was the blind leading the blind. And I was getting reports of all the sites that he was uh, looking at because I was supposed to keep him accountable. And he was getting the list of all the sites I looked at because he was supposed to keep me accountable. But we were both struggling. So instead, we were just you know being totally tripped up by each other's 
struggles. It was literally the blind leading the blind. It was, oh, it was terrible. It was, it was really, really bad. So I kind of ditched that model. I realized that didn't work. And I continued to seek other solutions. And I started to take my relationship with God really seriously. And, and, and I started to get some, some heart healing, you know, and work through some traumas and, and forgive some people for some things in the past. You know, I had been cheated on and I had lost a couple friends to suicide. And uh, I had, I think, some things to work through. And this is where things really began to change for me. This is where I started to understand what it meant to actually get to the roots of a problem. Because it was very clear that pornography was a stress coping mechanism. It was very clear that, you know, um, I had some unmet, me- un- unmet needs from a very young age that were driving some of my behaviors. Um, and it was very clear that, you know, my sexual development was primarily driven and informed by pornography. And so that was informing some of my behaviors and part of the reason that I was struggling so much. And so I had to resolve these things and I had to get some professional help to do that. And it was unbelievably impactful. Um, But the last thing that I wanted to emphasize today, not something that we talked about as much lately, but this really was game changing for me, was I began to view myself differently. I am of the opinion that behavior is rooted in belief. And so if you have problematic behavior, it is actually a symptom of problematic beliefs. And most people try to fix problematic behavior by replacing it with healthier behavior when the actual solution to long-term change is to tackle the problematic beliefs that are driving the problematic behavior. And in taking care of the problematic beliefs, the behaviors naturally resolve themselves. And so when I began to you know, get in front of the mirror, look myself square in the eyes and say, Sathya, you are a man of God. You're a man of integrity. You're a world changer. One day your story is going to change people's lives. You know, when I, when I would get in front of the mirror and really start to reprogram my belief system, things began to change. I began to see myself differently. When I got tempted and I asked myself, well, what would a man of integrity do? And it was like, well, he, he probably wouldn't give into that temptation, right? Because my identity was starting to shift. You know, this is our third pillar of recovery in, in the system, the deep clean system that I've built. Because the, the identity shift has to take place. And that was the game changer for me. Now, I will say, while that was the game changer, the things that, that, that really brought it together were the community. In fact, that mirror therapy tactic that I just told you, I used to do that in front of people, like in front of friends. I, we would stand in the bathroom and I look, at, look ourselves in, in the eyes and we would speak life over ourselves. Like how crazy is that? But again, there's something powerful about doing that with community. Um, and then, like I said, you know, I've said this before on the podcast, but like there's nothing, there's nothing like getting expert guidance and expert help. And having the guidance of experts through that process was incredibly impactful. Now, there's two things I prayed during my recovery journey. The first was, God, if you set me free, I will do everything in my power to set other people free. And God came through on his end of the deal. February 2016, I had my last relapse and Um, I'm doing my part now with the podcast and our program to hold up my end of the deal. The second prayer was, you know, God, whoever my future wife is, I was single at the time, whoever my future wife is, keep her from me until I'm fully free. Um, and only bring her to me when you know that I'm ready. And so in February, 2016, I had my last relapse, November, 2016, God brought Shaloma into my life and we got married September, 2019, about three years later. And we've been married now for... Uh, what's, you know, four and a half years, we have a son together. Uh, it's been an amazing ride. And what I want you guys to get out of this, and I actually talk about this in my book, um, The Last Relapse. 
pray big prayers. You know, pray bold prayers. Like, like that prayer, you know, God, keep my future wife from me until I get clean. Like, that's a bold prayer, you know. That that puts a lot of onus on me. But what what's it going to take for you to actually quit this stuff, right? What's wrong with praying a bold prayer? You know, the, the worst thing that happens is that it doesn't get answered. <laughs> you know, like, like big deal. You know, maybe God doesn't answer because he's got something better for you. But I want to encourage you, dream big, pray big prayers because God, God likes the challenge. Um, and it, it's not a challenge for him, but he, he likes the challenge for us. And, uh, and I think that goes a long way. So that's everything for today, guys. That's why I have 99 problems in my life, but porn is not one of them, uh, to, to totally, uh, anglicize that lyric. And, um, and if you do want some more help, okay. And maybe, you know, that you're not going to figure this out on your own. Maybe you're saying, Sathya, I resonate with your story so much. And if your story is resonating with me that much, then, you know, uh, pretty good chance that the solution is going to resonate with you as well. There is a link in the show notes for you to book a call with my team. You can find out more about our program and we can see if it makes sense for you to work with us and for us to work with you. We would love to do that. And uh, well, these slots are in high demand. It's beginning of the year. So if you see an opening, make sure you take it. In the meantime, guys, uh, wherever you are in your story, um, just know that until you are free, the story's not over. And even after you are free, you know, it's been almost eight years for me, the story continues. Uh, God is amazing and God will continue to do amazing things in you and through you. That is my prayer. That is my, uh, my hope. Thank you guys so much for listening. Take care. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Hey everybody, it's Sathya again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast and you want to show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.